Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let me tell you about Way. It's spelled O U A I. And it's there to make sure that in these winter months that are coming, that are going to ravage your skin, that your skin stays moist and dewy. Mm hmm. It's important, man. Fast absorbing to nourish your skin when you need it most. That's what the Way Melrose Place body cream has going for you. Hydration that lasts and prevents dryness. And you can turn your shower into an escape with a gentle skin softening Way Melrose Place body cleanser. Balance your skin. Gently cleanse it and nourish it. Experience the new Way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E O-U-A-I.com. That's the way.com. Use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. Get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at the way.com. Use the code B-L-E-A-V. Hey, welcome to another episode of Great News. I don't know why Mike's face looks like that. I'm Kevin Ryder. This is Mike Catherwood. And we bring you stories that give you hope. That's basically what we do on this podcast. That's what we do as people in general. Yes. Kevin and I give people hope. I'm not positive that's true. Yes. Our existence okay. gives it people is true. hope. <laughs> All right. So um, for our intro, let's hear John Wayne. John Wayne? Yeah, John Wayne. <clears throat> Well, Pilgrim, it's an intro. I can't do John Wayne, dude. I have to what? see some John Wayne. All right, um, Willie Nelson. <clears throat> it's an intro. Show's about to begin, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. I don't think he'd be proud of it, but listen, uh, yeah, you were at, at the, in his condition now. He'd be like, is, he would be ecstatic. My pudding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my first story is a very uh, moving story. It's about a woman named Yahara Moore, and I have some personal experience with this type of story because I help run a charity for abused women and children. And the idea of, of getting out of an abusive relationship and starting over is daunting. It, I can't imagine you have no money. You're, you don't have a job for the most part and you literally have to run to a shelter and this particular and, and, and shelter, at least, at least for, uh, temporary in, in in a temporary perspective, you have to be kind of anonymous. Yes, you, know, you do. It's not for like sure. you can just go across town and be like, "Oh, Sally's over here." You got to kind of lay. I mean, so you're you're pre- you're starting from zero. Yes, from yeah, maybe less than zero because you're really really trying to figure out life out, and you're really mentally scarred, and you have to then go. And this particular. Um, shelter that she went to. By the way, we work supporting these shelters and most of the time we're not allowed to go to the shelter because they don't even want us to see where they are because 
you know, the guys are in general looking for them. And yeah. so it's a really serious situation. And this woman was told when she checked into the shelter, and a lot of these do this exact same thing. We're going to give you some a training and we're going to tell you how to do a job interview and we're going to give you whatever supplies you need to feel comfortable. And you have 90 days. And after 90 days, you're on your own. So let's make the best of these 90 days and make it happen. Watch what this woman accomplished. It is impossible to imagine. I'm inspired by seeing the glow on my son's face when he gets to experience things that I didn't get to experience when I was a kid. Growing up, I didn't have an immediate role model of someone that I can actually aspire to who was leading a career. In college, my sophomore year, I got married. And quickly after, I became pregnant. And I had to make a very difficult decision to withdraw from college. I had to move into a domestic violence shelter. I would meet weekly with a director who was tracking my progress because I had 90 days until I was graduated out of that shelter to really go out into the world and start over. And she, just by chance, she handed me the flyer for Empower. Empower changed my life um, dramatically. I spent 14 weeks learning the fundamentals of technology. It connected me with worldwide technology. So this is our research report. Worldwide technology and Empower are great partners because they're both on a mission to impact the community by providing young adults and veterans with career opportunities in technology. My hope for the future is to see more women of color in technology. I would hope that young black children grow up knowing that the roles that they see on TV is actually something that they can attain for themselves. That's Isn't that amazing? Amazing. And by the way, she just skipped over. She had to drop out of college because go to a domestic violence shelter. And that's the only mention that she made of it. But I did find a statistic. Um, Worldwide Technology is the company that she was talking about. Uh, white Americans dominate the highest level jobs in tech. They hold 83% of the jobs. Yeah. And Black Americans uh, have 2%. Nope. And so she says, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to give other people hope that they can do this as well. Yeah. And, and um, that, you know, to, to kind of add another layer, I, the percentage of women in tech jobs. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Infinitesimal. So, I mean, you're, she's like double dipping, you know? And I like that she just, that didn't even play a role in her thinking. No. She just went for it and did it because she knew she could do it. And I think that's the kind of, example that people need which is yeah uh yes it's we're underrepresented but watch me watch me do this and, and i just love that don't um overlook how amazingly impactful it can be just to see someone do something because yep. um and and i growing up with relative comfort you know in a, in a middle class upper middle class world and i i certainly had adversity like anyone else does but i i didn't i i truly couldn't put my mind to what it means to have real circumstances until i did this a video piece about modern um bloods and crips and i went to these really gnarly neighborhoods in los angeles you know compton by the watts towers and stuff like that i was talking to these kids these are kids like some of them like 14 years old and um 
you know, I'm going in there thinking like, oh, yeah, they they see violence. They see uh, they see poverty, whatever. But when I tell you like they I was in Compton, okay, which is, I don't know, 15, 11, 15 miles away from where I lived in Venice Beach at the time. Right. And this kid had never seen the ocean. Okay. And yeah. it's just like, and so for them, when I would say things like go to college, get a job, escape this, they're like, well, that's, you might as well say, uh, why don't you fly? Why don't you, you know, why don't you walk on water? It just doesn't seem reasonable. So the power of being able to see someone from those circumstances do that is um, unbelievably meaningful. You know? Her name know is uh, like Yahira Moore is her name. And she is a fantastic human being. Yeah, she's really, really. And, and I think that um, it's important that you pointed out how she just in passing kind of mentioned, oh, I, well, I had to escape because of domestic abuse. Because... This is not a woman who is going to even for one second acknowledge that she's a victim somehow. Right. She, she just, was. Just, she absolutely was. She had to quit college and run to a shelter. Mm -hmm. So if victim is ever used correctly, it's used here. But she, right. but she didn't not gonna see look herself that way. that way. Right. It's not empowering. So and, uh, she's amazing. Really, really, really amazing. All right, Kevin. God damn Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing now? How old is he? 42, 43? He, I think he's exactly my, I think he's 42. And 42, okay. He's impossibly good looking. He's the great, arguably the greatest athlete ever. Uh, if you just look at performance, he has Giselle at home. Right. And he just keeps doing this stuff where you're like, stop. What are you, well, you can't be this good, Right. So if you remember, I actually covered the initial part of this story on Great News. There was this young kid, Noah Reeb, um, 10 years old, and horrifically, he had brain cancer, he, but he survived, okay? And he lives in the Tampa area, so he brought a sign to a Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, Tom, you helped me survive brain cancer. You, you, you. Tom Brady sees this, just kind of in his periphery, he sees that sign wins the game in like triumphant fashion makes a beeline for this kid and goes in goes up to the crowd and takes he takes a tampa bay buccaneers hat that the team you know got him out of the merchandise and stuff signs it and gives it to the kid and the kid's crying tom brady's high-fiving him and he's like i remember that we were mad at him then yeah we were, I were like oh, fuck you tom <laughs> <laughs> you make me feel like shit okay so um let's now catch up with young 10 year old Noah Reeb and see what Tom Brady is doing now. Check out this video. Hey Noah, what's up, man? Happy New Year. I know it's been a while. I hope you've been enjoying the season so far. We're grinding, get ready to start the playoffs. But earlier, you held up that sign that I helped you beat brain cancer. Well, listen, your fight, you've inspired so many people, including myself, but millions of others also. And the NFL and the Bucks look forward to sending deserving fans to the Super Bowl each year and fans that have incredible stories like the one you've had so as a thank you i worked with both the bucks and the nfl to get you and your family super bowl tickets this year in la we certainly hope to be there but i know you're going to be there it's going to be really cool for all of us so glad to see you're doing well take care man and uh, enjoy the tickets let's go look inside Thank you so much. <laughs> you say, let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. 
Listen, God damn it's, it. a, it's a little bit funny that the Bucks aren't going to be in the Super Bowl, though, right? <laughs> they got eliminated. It's it's a little bit funny for Tom. It's not funny for poor Noah. And Noah agreed. But would, Noah's going to have his if, head blown by being Noah at could SoFi. Be there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, And Tom wins Super Bowl and walks the trophy out to the kid and you know what i'm saying like but but for for him yeah fuck him (laughs) in this day and age of the internet what's more important than peace of mind i'll tell you nothing and that's why nordvpn is here to have your back to give you peace of mind while you're online and with all the threats that you face on a day-to-day basis on that their internet it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best vpn you can get nordvpn the world's best VPN service offers the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. So grab yourself exclusive NordVPN deals by going to nordvpn.com slash B-L-E-A-V or use the code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. Thank you so much, NordVPN. All right, my next story is about the fighter fighters, the firefighters uh, in Ottawa, Canada. Monday, after there were 15 inches of snow that fell, they all jumped out, and there was an ambulance that was stuck in the snow. And watch what these firefighters did. They just, they just said, you know what? We're moving this ambulance. We're just going to get it out of where it is. Look at this. And the struggle it is, like, it doesn't get pushed out easily. It takes no a decent amount of time. Now it's moving sideways. They're like, dude, what do you steer straight? Come on. Dude. And by the way, they have their fire suits on, which I believe I have a lot of friends that are firefighters. It's close to 65 pounds. It is super heavy, yeah. That's true. Look at them. And finally, the ambulance gets out of the snow. This was on uh, Twitter. And I saw the first response on Twitter was, wouldn't it have been quicker just to get the person out of the ambulance and carry him to safety? <laughs> well, maybe. We don't know that anyone was they, in they there. They had to clear the area. Like they yeah, had to clear the roadway, probably. Of course, yeah. We don't know that anybody was in the ambulance, but yeah. uh, firefighters are a different breed of person as well. It's they a see a problem breed. and they say, yeah, we can we can do something about that. Let's do it. If you're a car person, and I, I, I love cars and I like, I've had lots of classic cars, which means old, which oftentimes right. because I'm not Jay Leno means shitty. Um, right. You know what it's like to push cars. Okay. On yes. paved road, pushing yes. a car, especially a, a big van like that. is Even with... Fucking hard. Even with three or four people. Yes. That's really Doing incredibly hard. In the snow was probably impossibly hard. Yeah. Oh, good for them. Yep. Here's a them. nice, simple, no sadness, uplifting story for you, Kevin. I have the same thing to follow yours. It's crazy how legitimately old people, like, well, let's say senior, 70 and above, right? They have right. these weird situations where they don't know things like pop culture things. They know important mm-hmm. stuff, like what it means to be a good person, but they don't know Twitter. They don't know fucking movies and shit. Yeah, know, they don't they care. They don't know, either. right? Yeah. And because of that, they find themselves in these extraordinary situations, okay? So let's put up the first slide. Um, 
<laughs> this is one of the craziest. So guy posts this on Twitter. Okay. So my mom told me the story about how my aunt and uncle ran into a celebrity at a bar and became friends with him. And she couldn't remember his name. My aunt just sent me these pictures. Look at this. <laughs> Look. I'm sorry. <laughs> they just said he was an he was this nice Texas boy. He was a local and he just he was so sweet. I guess he said he was an actor. It's fucking Matt McConaughey. And they're like full on chilling in their house, hanging out That's... with Matt McConaughey, drinking beer. And who do you think would go into someone's house more than Matthew McConaughey? Oh, yeah. Oh, especially those people. Because they're like, <laughs> yes. you, you want to come watch football, drink some beer? Matt McConaughey's like, oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but that a, is crazy. Awesome. Matt McConaughey yes. is awesome. Yeah, you I just agree. hear all these stories. But he's, he's a weird mixture of like hippie, like weed smoking mm -hmm. hippie dude, and also like full on Texas good old boy. Like he loves. Yeah. Steak and Texas football, but he also loves like, like, you know, energy centers and meditation and, right. you know, and Fiji. Like, it's a weird combination. And he hacky sacks a fair amount. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, very, it's a very weird. But either way, he's, he's by all accounts just a, like a, a cool guy. And that's a, another example of it. But I have a, a, a similar, I have the, <laughs> so it was, this didn't happen to me, but it happened to a guy I knew really well. I forgot his name, but he was he was a, a successful rock guitar player, and this especially back in that era, this was like the two, early two thousands, late nineties. He was like in that rap rock world and stuff. But he was on tour with like um <laughs> like a lower tier band. But he runs into this while he was on tour. He runs into this old nice woman and, and on tour and. Uh, She's like, well, what do you do for a living? He's like, oh, I play guitar in a rock band. She said, so does my grandson. He loves to play guitar. You should come over and play guitar with him. And of course, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm right, go yeah, play. all right, I will. Yeah, that would that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so he he totally blows her off. He may, lies to literally lies to her and says, oh no, we're busy. We got uh, uh, so he doesn't go and he doesn't play, but he gets her tickets he's like you should come to the show it's to their show okay time. and she's like oh i would love to you know me i'll bring them she comes to the show and uh brings pictures this is back before like people had iphones she, she brings physical pictures and it's fucking head from corn <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> he's like oh what that's your grandson oh um that's fantastic yeah, no kidding. Is that offer still available? <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow. Um, all right. We talk about animals a lot. This is uh, Millie the Jack Russell Whippet Cross. Not positive what a whippet is, but it's a type of dog in this case. Isn't right? that nitrous? Like when you hop yeah, nitrous? Yes, it can be. Too. Yes. This dog was uh, stranded and the tide was rising. And there were a bunch of people that saw that the ground around where the dog was was starting to get flooded and was soon going to be underwater. Okay. And so the police were called and they went out and they tried to get the dog and they could not get the dog. It would run away from them. And then they tried to get some neighbors tried. A bunch of different people tried. And Millie was not having any of it. She was staying where she was, even though she was in danger. And then a guy named Chris Taylor, who is the 
chair of the Denmead Drone Search and Rescue Group. So they use drones to help rescue people, whatever. And he said, what if we took a sausage and hung it from a rope from the drone? Yes, I know. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and I know all of your jokes, too. No, but it sounds it's I wasn't even going uh, for once. Okay. I wasn't even going to like sexual places. I was I going to it, like, go ahead. it sounds it, that's how Bugs Bunny would solve this problem. Yes. 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 You know, watch the video of this guy with his drone and a sausage luring the dog out of the dangerous area. <laughs> this is Millie, a Jack Russell Whippet. Oh, cute dog. She's stranded, dangerous uh, mudflats in uh, Hampshire. I believe this is in England. Too. In a bid to get Millie to safer ground, rescuers attached a sausage to a drone to, a, a drone to coax oh her away. God. And look at, he, he puts the sausage right in front of the dog's face and then moves it away like, come on, come um, on, come on, luring come him. Come to sausage. A little closer. Little closer. Come on, come on, Millie. Oh my God. She was eventually caught. She was eventually caught and is now home safe. I hope they gave her the sausage. I it didn't mention that part of the story. I assume they did. Better I, gave her the sausage. That's amazing. Know. Isn't that something? <laughs> like who would really think of that? Sounds like 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 a like a Charlie Chaplin bit. You know what I'm saying? Like and then and then we'll helicopter over a sausage. And the dog will come a running, <laughs> and it worked. That's crazy. That's cool. I, that's a great story. I love that. <laughs> um, so this last one, I think everyone can relate to because whether you're in, hosting a podcast or whether you're an attorney, you've spent some time in the last couple of years working from home, right? And you do these Zoom meetings, and uh, you try your best, especially if you're not the boss, you try your best to still maintain as best a, a business world decorum as you can and to be right. as professional as possible. And that's what this young man was doing um, when he was entering this Zoom video. So in the upper right-hand corner, you see this, uh, that, that uh, the black fella, he's, he's working from home and he's clearly- uh, Cheap and a professional, he's wearing a tie. Trying his best to be professional because someone of a managerial position to him is in the left corner. Um, well, he uh, had to go answer the door, get up or do something. Someone came into the room and um, check it out. I'm very sorry, sir. He a, and he has his like boxer shorts on. Nice shorts. Nice shorts, Josiah. <laughs> so his boss says, nice shorts. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. This is embarrassing. Please forgive me. So his boss gets up. He's like, "Listen, I, I, it's embarrassing. That's it's no problem, Josiah. No problem at all. Uh, let actually, let me close the door." He gets up and he has his underwear on too. Come on. Nice shorts. Nice shorts. I like his boss says nice shorts. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. This is embarrassing. Please forgive me. It's no problem, Josiah. No problem at all. Come on. Taking a 
substandard situation of having to be separated and not necessarily doing uh, what you want to do in the workplace and making uh, making some fun out of it. I love it. I do love that too. All right. If you uh, like this uh, podcast, subscribe to it and uh, click the little thing that tells you when we post them, which is Mondays and Thursdays, and uh, let other people know about it uh, because it brings you some balance in your life. You don't have all negative input. Mike, I have a suggestion for the outro. John Wayne. All right. Bob Dylan. Is an intro. Um, excuse me. It's the outro. Outro. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> Say hello to the heavy, goodbye to the blue. Giving in my hand to get Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.